Andrea Lopez broke into the entertainment industry due to her spot-on impressions of celebrities such as Kourtney Kardashian. Um, we just fell in love on the Italian riverside. She built her brand on social media, leveraging her following for brand deals and opportunities. This was the first time I had reached over 10 grand and I was doing one video. And while negotiating a partnership with a fitness company, she recognized a familiar face. And I said, oh my gosh. And uh, it was a casting agent that I had done for a really big network. Hear all about the importance of good impressions on this week's episode of Pretty Big Deal. What prompted you to start a career in entertainment and comedy? I always loved being on the microphone. I have always loved the idea of media. And I went to school for television, radio, and film. That was my major. So I always thought I was going to go into radio. I loved the voiceover side of it. And my main passion in life has always been impressions and character voices. I think it came from just my loud Hispanic mixed cultural family. And we're just always doing voices together. And my dad was a huge influence. And I was able with radio to morph that and do voices. I was able to do commercials and different voices. And um, I, I, everything about radio was fascinating to me. So I really, really worked with that. And then on the side, I would do my impressions on Instagram and different social platforms. And that also gave me a way to be creative with my passion on the side. What do you mean by impressions and character voices? Can you show us actually? Can you do one <laughs> really quick? <laughs> Definitely. I started doing um, my teachers uh, in school and um, different people that would call the house, like my different aunts. I just always would. That's what kind of where it started. Um, but then I really got into celebrities and reality TV when that hit big. I think my most famous, most well known for Kourtney Kardashian. So here's a little Kourtney talking about her wedding in Italy. Um, we just fell in love on the Italian riverside. We just ate pasta and just had the best romantic time on gondolas. It was just everything I've ever dreamed of. I love Travis. Wow. Okay. I can see how you made a career out of that. I don't know. That's, I feel like I just talked to her. When did you realize that this could become a business? Well, believe me, convincing my parents that I was going to go into this, they were very skeptical, as I'm sure you can understand as a parent. You're like, wait a minute, are you sure this is what? So it it took a while for sure, um, which is why I think they really encouraged me to get so, some type of degree or just go to school for anything that's related to what I love, which is entertainment. Um, but it wasn't until I used all the social platforms that are available to us and I would put all my voices on Instagram, all my voices on Twitter, and I was discovered by a talent scout uh, for NBC Bring the Funny. And I thought he was totally kidding. I was like, you're going to fly me to L.A. I mean, it was just a random Instagram message and doesn't sound legit, right? You think you're going to be contacted via email or phone or they're going to send you some formal written letter. But uh, it turned out to be legit. I auditioned. I actually was able to fly out to L.A. for two weeks. I did the show and it was my first time on national television doing voices. And um, I from since that moment that that show aired, I have totally changed my career trajectory and I've been able to pursue impressions, voiceovers, comedy. It took somebody else to a, a scout to tell me that you have the talent and you can really pursue this. And, and when was that? When did that happen? 
that was the beginning of 2019 and I, we filmed it and then we waited, of course, eight months for it to actually be produced and um, put out on television. But back in 2019 and before then, I was always working in media. I had done production assistant work in news. I had worked as, on a radio show. I had done news hits um, in a very small town and I was also a podcast editor. So everything of the sort that you could possibly do from a lower level, I was working on already. But this was my first time really me actually taking a chance on myself and being being um, in front of the camera. So why don't we talk a little bit about, um, you know, was there a special deal that kind of shifted your perspective on, on the sales side of the influencer market? Like any deal that really was kind of impactful in your career that you'd want to talk about? I do have one in mind and I think it will help explain how making relationships in the business and then keeping them, fostering the relationship is so important and always putting your best foot forward because you never know what can happen in the future. So one comes to mind. It, it happened, um, I would say last, yeah, last year it was with Obey Fitness. So I went into it totally open-minded. I said, oh my gosh, we could totally do Courtney prepping for her wedding and she's utilizing Obey Fitness. And I actually had used Obey before, so I was totally honest with that. And um, when I got on the Zoom call to present all my ideas, I recognized um, a very familiar face and I said, oh my gosh. And uh, it was actually a casting agent that I had done for a really big network. I had auditioned for a show nine months prior and it was for a host position on a really big network. It was a very, very big audition and um, I thought I did great, but there was a million other great people. So I did not get the role, but I kept in good contact with the casting uh, director and he knew my, my impressions and that's how they had brought me in in the first place. And I just could not believe I was thinking, oh my gosh, you're a casting agent and then you switch to a different, a whole different brand with a different, you know, position name, a title. And you just goes to show you that you never know what audition can lead to what, if it's a closed door, it could lead to an open door. You know, you, you just never know. And so uh, we had a great meeting. We had a great, I had a great pitch deck and he was very happy with what I had to, what, what I had to pitch. And it was because of the audition that I had done many months prior, he knew that I was serious and I was professional enough that I was going to carry out the job and he was able to offer me more money just because he knew my face and I he had seen me in another light as, as a host so I think that really helped but just goes to show you the relationships you make early on can totally come back tenfold and you never have to be fake you just be your authentic self and put your best foot forward and just that might lead to something in the future. Yeah, what was that deal? Like, can you talk a little bit about what you got out of that situation? This was the first time I had reached over 10 grand and I was doing one video. So less less content, but more script writing went into that. I was definitely doing a whole script for them. Uh, but this was, yeah, over the 10 grand mark for one video on TikTok. And have there sort of after you secured that that deal, the you know over the ten thousand dollar mark for for one video, did that have a, a positive effect? Like you know, was there a ripple effect? Did that help you gain momentum um, in terms of getting deals with other brands? Definitely. So once you get higher and higher on your benchmark, my team will say, okay, now that we've made this amount of money and anybody gives us lower, we can show them an example of what you've done and we can then, it, we feel good asking for a little bit more. It sounds like that deal kind of helped you 
understand what your own worth is as a, you know, in your own career, right? Because you, you are your own personal brand. So I think that that's really important is knowing your own worth. Right. Exactly. And, and knowing also that I can work with fitness brands and it doesn't have to be a lot of the times you'll see as a female influencer, I'll get reached out to by very female oriented brands. Um, but this one is a also geared towards females of all ages. Um, but it's not just cutting out, you know, it's all, it's fitness. So it definitely got me into the fitness world and I'm able to do, you know, work with protein brands and, you know, things that, so it, it helped me also to realize like, okay, there's a bigger circle than what I've currently been working on. And there are a lot of brands to, to contact and to work with. Yeah. So how does that work? So then you send over the videos and, and sort of give them a sense of what they're going to get out of you. And then they, you kind of went back and forth with them. It sounds like where they would provide feedback. And then did you then make changes based on that feedback? Right. And, and I was traveling at that time. So I always bring my wigs. I always bring a tripod. I have a million wigs. Um, I think whenever I travel, I, the TSA agents are a little concerned. They think I'm doing like some co-op covert operation. Cause I have like 10 wigs with me, but from my end, I was like, this is great. This is all I need. They came back with a few revisions. And that same day I was like, okay, pulled my wig out. I put my makeup. I did the same kind of get up and I was back at, back as Courtney and um, I sent it over to them. They loved it. They approved it. And these processes take months. People don't realize like there's actually work that goes on behind it. Um, I'm also a writer for a network and that is a whole other job. And that like the turnaround time is so quick, but I think people forget that like these videos, they have to approve them and they have to make changes. And sometimes they won't go live until the product or the service is live. So you could wait three months, but they want to have it all planned out. And has that experience changed the way that you conduct deals moving forward? Seeing how interconnected everybody is, I definitely was like, okay, so if this is possible, then I need to be bringing the best ideas. I actually always prepare like a whole presentation. I think I just come more prepared and more excited about it because there's that on the off chance. I, I do recognize somebody and um, you just never know. Uh, so I think it just made me just take it a little bit, a little bit even more serious than I already was. And I was like, okay, this is this is great. I, I know people now, you know, you start building your, your uh, contact list and it's, um, it's, it's really nice. What, what advice would you give to yourself, you know, to 19 year old Andrea just starting? Out? Oh my gosh. Never. Uh, I, I've always been open to saying yes to as many opportunities, but know that all that time that you were an intern and you were making no money and you woke up and worked at the news station at 345 in the morning and then later on was working as an intern on a podcast, uh, it's all going to pay off. It really is hard work right now, but trust me, those jobs are all important and will get you to where you want to be. And you're going to be a way better candidate because you have all that background and all that you know, you've, you've done the work. So even when you're exhausted and you think it's useless, it's not. And, uh, you will be making, um, really good money that you never thought was possible. You will be able to live on your own and it's going to be great. <laughs> I definitely lived at home for a while and I, and I always was like, oh my gosh, these jobs, I'm going to be an intern forever, but you're not, you will, you will start making strides. You'll make connections and one job always leads to the next job. And, you will continue continue what you're doing. It seems hard now, but it pays off. And and what are the biggest lessons you've learned over the past few years? Like the biggest career lessons that you've learned from from going through all these different experiences. I think I hear a lot of people say 
they're above certain things. They're like, well, I've been working at this for a year. And I'm, and I just like to tell them Rome was not built in a day. And these things take time. Um, but know that whatever you're doing right now, if you're putting in the work, it will come back and it, it will all be okay. But I had a, I had a, a really great boss who I worked for for three years. I was an intern for her. I was a producer for her podcast. And the biggest piece of advice she ever told me was rising tides lift all ships. Um, when one of your friends or one of uh, somebody on your team is getting a lot of success, that only is great for you too. You know, it's not a competition. Um, I work with so many people that do other impressions and I think I've built a great team. It's great to shout other people out. It's great to show support to your friends and even not your friends, just people that are in the same industry because you guys are all a team. Don't think of it as like, I am one person and I'm the, it's just me on the island and only I can succeed. That's never, that's never the good idea. So that was the best piece of advice. Um, and she still supports me to this day, right? We haven't worked together professionally for two years but she still calls me we're still great friends i still call her when there's a deal and i want to get her opinion so it's it's a team effort i think that's the biggest piece of advice i can give this episode of pretty big deal featured andrea lopez comedian and social media influencer it was produced by megan barr and edited by xavier leong if you have a pretty big deal to tell us about write in to pretty big deal at zoominfo.com Otherwise, we'll see you on the next episode.